Welcome to the June J. Pepney Show. This is our first podcast that we're doing this semester. I'm Austin Jones, South Jersey born and raised, all Philly fan. And we got Mike Pepney here, complete opposite, North Jersey born and raised, all New York. So welcome to our first podcast. We understand that Rowan is a mixed population. We got Jets fans, Giants fans, Eagles, Knicks, Sixers. We got Flyers, Islanders, Rangers, Phillies, Mets. Yankees, we got the whole thing down here in Rowan, so we figure why not do a little podcast against South Jersey versus North Jersey and see what turns out, but we're not going to be buttonheads too much, we're just going to be talking about a little football, you know, every Tuesday after the after the Monday night game and then the upcoming games this week, talk about a little baseball because we still got some baseball going on, once basketball comes around then we'll start talking about basketball, and then we might have time, we might go and throw some fantasy football in there for it, so um but this weekend, you know, a future Hall of Famer got benched for another future Hall of Famer. All right, man. You can't, be, <laughs> you can't be saying that. It's one game. He did look nice. Four touchdowns total, two passing, two running. But he looked real nice. Um, he really did. I mean, ball looked good coming out of his hands. And he put up the stats to it. it, it he proved that preseason wasn't a fluke. That's what I'm getting at. It. When I, from what I saw, that's what I'm getting is that preseason was not a fluke. I think he's the real deal. I mean... I knew as a Giants fan, you got to temper your expectations. But I mean, we have Washington this week coming up. Uh, two and two, I don't think is out of the question. I mean, I really think that that's a real possibility. If you know, I don't know. Who, do you know who the Cowboys are playing this week? I do the not. Cowboys are playing another week team. They're about to go four and zero. Let's see where they're playing. They is it week? I'm not. I'm not sure. I know their front schedule was pretty weak. I was um, thinking maybe you know they get a loss. Mm. Let's, Let's see, check and see what we got. It would be nice to have some Wi-Fi in this building right here. I would say that so much. Dallas is going to be playing if it ever decides to load. Let's see. Dallas has the Saints this week. Is it in New Orleans? It is in New Orleans. They just beat Seattle, though. They did, but they got lucky. Nah, they have a nice defense, too. Playing in the dome, it's going to be a tough game. I don't think Dallas. They, is they had they had a defensive touchdown and a special team touchdown, yeah. and only one by six. So, I don't think Dallas is going to go in there and whoop them up though. That defense playing. Yeah, in the game. I don't know. I would I wouldn't feel too confident. I got the Cowboys going I, for now. I say there's but, a, there's a possibility this is the game plan, but yeah. maybe we might have some rookie rookie action in that in that New York game. Oh so. yeah. Dwayne maybe, Haskins. Maybe and he might be coming in soon. Cause Daniel Jones, I'd love to see it. My mom's actually going to that game. Shout out, Mom. <laughs> Case Keenum, uh, he's not the future quarterback. I would have benched him. Oh, yeah, I would have benched him after the first half. He, You know, he kind of balled out, though, in the second half. That's the second half, but he, he's not going to do anything. He's not there. No, 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 no. He's kind of just there to, not to mentor Dwayne Haskins, but to give him the year off just to work on his game and and get better. You know, a stat that really jumped out to me about Daniel Jones this week is that he had two 100-yard receivers this week. And that got me thinking, when was the last time Eli Manning had one game where he had two two receivers in this two 100-yard receivers in the same game? So I looked back and he has done it once in the past 18 games. And that really cuz that, and that really jumped out to me because it shows now just the maturity of Daniel Jones being able to spread out the ball, you know, being able to utilize Sterling Shepard and Evan Ingram and Saquon Barkley when he was healthy. And it just, it, it, it shows, it gives me a lot of confidence as a Giants fan to know that a, a guy like Daniel Jones can spread the ball around and get everyone involved. So you think Golden Tate is going to have a good role in this offense? Oh, yeah, big time. I think, I think he's going to have a huge role. I think he's going to step in, catch five, six passes a game. And he's going to be that like intermediate kind of possession receiver for Daniel Jones. He's got Stoney Shepard who can go downfield, Evan Ingram who comes around, you know, line of scrimmage. With Barkley being out, RIP, because he's on my fantasy team. <laughs> he's out four to six weeks with that ankle sprain. Is there bye week included in that 46 weeks? When's there bye week? I couldn't tell you. I don't know. I'd say week nine is just a guess, but we'll see. 
check this. I'll check the schedule. Yeah, because he, him being out, Daniel Jones is going to be the focal point of that team because Wayne Gallman Jr. is not going to be any type of stud. You know, listen, listen, listen. Wayne Gallman, he... He's okay. He's, a he's underrated. He is underrated. By week 11. By week 11. It's about to be week 4. He, I would honestly hold him out, depending on where they are. Okay. Depends if they, because they've got. If there's somehow oh, fighting for. I mean. If there's somehow fighting for a wild card, I would understand. They, their upcoming schedule, they have Washington. That's a win. Minnesota. That's an L. But it's in New York. That's an L. I don't know if that was Minnesota. That run, they're running. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna gash the Giants. That Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Oh my god. But then, so then they have New England. So they, that's, that's I would my, I would say two and four is looking likely. But then they have Arizona. That could that's be a win. win. Then Detroit. That's that could go either way. Listen, Detroit, in Detroit or in New York. It's in Detroit. In Detroit. Listen, that could be tough, but that could be a win. Could be one. We'll so, say that. So best case scenario, they're four and four right now. Okay. Going best into case. Dallas. Well, uh, going into a Dallas game is Monday night in New York. Depending on how they're playing, Dallas. if they're four and four, they could win that game. Dallas. It's like listen. It's like the Jets and the Patriots. Whenever the Jet Patriots come into Foxborough, Jets could be have Luke Falk as their quarterback, and they will put up a good fight against the Patriots. But at the end, Dallas will probably pull out. Yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't. I would not count the Giants out of that game. And then they have the Jets. Week that's 10. a win. That's a win. So so that's that's five and five. Five and five best case scenario. Six and four is best case scenario. I think. I really think. I think they could beat Dallas. Especially, listen, if they are playing well, that's that's the key. Daniel Jones needs to stay healthy. That Dallas front line is good. is is and nasty. The offensive line for Dallas. Uh, but listen, New York but, is never realistically, good. if I'm not getting ahead of myself, I would say Dallas does beat the Giants. But if everything's going perfect, you never know. Then they go to Chicago, depending on how that offense, that defense is yeah, nasty. But Mac, he's going to smack Daniel Jones like yeah, a random dog. Yeah, okay. That's a loss. Green Bay is a loss. Okay. Philly. In Philly? Yes. That's a loss. Another Monday night game. And then they have Miami and Washington. That's a win. That's a win. And then, and then they, Philly again. Philly and New York. In New York. Listen, wow. that Phil, if Philly already clinched a playoff spot, they could rest Carson Wentz. See, that could be a win. That's see, Philly, we just had to get healthy. I mean, the, I have them all down. The line of injuries. So today, what's we'll our full practice was uh, Gruze Hill with a knee. So I feel he's back. Uh, Gruze Hill being back, that's big for the defense because we'll get all linebacker back. He was supposed to start the year, but then he got hurt in preseason. Limited, you know, Derek Barnett, Nate Jerry, Goddard, Jeffrey, they're all limited. Whiteside didn't practice. Clement, Darby, Dillard, DJack. Darby's out a while, right? Four, I heard four to six weeks. Yeah, he, Darby, like he's supposed to be one number one corner, but he's really supposed, he's really a number two. He and locked up Kenny Galladay this week, and that killed my fantasy team. He lo- yeah, he locked up Kenny Galladay, but put him against an All Pro against Julio, and he's burnt toast. Yeah. So you know that's the problem with the corners on this defense, man. They're they're all number twos, but somebody has to be the number one, and that's Darby. At least when they won the Super Bowl, they were all number twos, but they all knew their role. Uh, that's that's the thing. Is you if, know, if you Jalen Miller is supposed to be coming back soon, but oh, is he still hurt? Yeah, he's on the pup list so, or the IR list. So I don't, he can't come back to like week, week six. six. Is he? Well, oh, he's on. You know, this is where and the defense, oh, the defense only has two sacks, and one is by that's supposed Zendaya. their front line is supposed to be. I mean, I'm strong part the of the team. Jernigan got hurt. Jackson got hurt. You know. Oh yeah, Jackson got but, hurt too. Come on, Fletcher Cox. Fletcher Cox. He's done he, nothing. He didn't come into the season healthy at all. I mean, he didn't. He barely even had a training camp or anything this this preseason. Brandon Graham, you know, he's Brandon Graham, and then you know they did say that like Derek Barnett, like he's number two in the league in QB rushes, like getting to the quarterback, but he has zero sacks. Yeah, and that doesn't mean anything to me if you aren't getting any sacks. This is where, you know, Jadavion Clowney could have been a good addition. They could have gave up a couple picks and some bums like the Seahawks did and had a nice, at least an overall all-pro DN. I couldn't tell you guys all-pro DN pass rushers that they had. Maybe Jason Babin in the wide nine when he had like 18 sacks. And that's like seven, eight Giants, years ago. Giants are the same way. They, I mean, Strahan. I mean, you don't think Strahan, Tuck. Strahan. Matthias Kiwanuka. 
Yeah, Kiwanuka was more. He was Chris more Candy when he came over. OC Manuro. He was a D tackle. But see, like the giant, like OC Manuro was crazy. The NFC East is built in the trenches, and right now on both sides of the ball, Philly, the D line is weak. And is that, Jason Peters back? Jason Peters should have retired two years ago. He's not that good anymore. He's it's not that he's not that good. He's just getting hurt. His body's breaking out. Yeah. He tore his ACL, and then it's just the year they won the Super Bowl. He tore his ACL, and he's been hurt. The next year he had a quad injury. And Dillard is pretty good at left tackle. He's not Jason Peters right yeah, away. But he's he's the future. He's the future. And Jason Peters, and that whole offensive line last game did not play well at all. I seen one play on Twitter. Um, Wentz went back to. Went back to pass and like he had about three five seconds to pass and then he rolled out right and then like next thing you know like all the line just stopped and then he went to go back left and he got set. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that like, was so funny. And a lot of people were like, oh, a lot of people I saw on Twitter like, oh, well he rolled out to the right and that's on the quarterback and I'm like, okay, he rolled out to the right, but the lineman. What I was saying, absolutely, they just, they just stopped playing. They, they just, just stopped. They, like they heard this video and just stopped. this video was so funny. I I saw it and I I'm like, I see the caption. I'm like, oh, the uh, Philadelphia Eagles offensive line just stopped playing the game of football. I'm like, let's do it. And all of a sudden. He rolls out, and all five of them just, just stop. stop and look at him. And they're like, and then he what do we do? Left and he gets sacked. And oh, I'm my like, God. You can't, you can't so have that. Fun. If I'm the O-line coach at that meeting room on Monday, like, I'm questioning what they're doing. I, like, you have to, until you hear go, until you hear the whistle, and until the ball is thrown or he is sacked or whatever the case may be, like, offensive line, you should keep going and going. Your motors should never stop. Yeah. Now Philly overall they're struggling. They you want to guess how many rushing yards? Uh, guess who has the, the most rushing yards for Philly right now? Mike, if you're making me guess, I'm gonna say Carson Wentz. No, don't. he's not Michael Vick or Lamar Jackson. It's a running back. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's not Miles Sanders. It is Miles Sanders. It is Miles yeah. Sanders. You want to know how many yards he has? Hundred and seven. You're one off. He has hundred and six. Oh, on thirty four attempts. Oh, just he, three, what are, three yards a carry. You know how much Jordan Howard has? 2.4 yards a carry. He has 25 carries yeah. for 99 yards. You traded for this man. I've been, ever since the first game. You know, that, that yards per carry is just under, just over four? I don't care. Jordan Howard is a bell carry. The more carries you give him, the more he gets into the game. That's also true. That's true. Very and true. you're sitting there and you're trying to, like, treat Miles Sanders like he's Barry Sanders and it's not happening. He's getting into the hole and he's not running hard whatsoever. And then you have 37-year-old Darren Sproles with 51 yards. Did you see him get laid out this week? D- Darren Sproles oh, he got is not Darren Sproles from yeah. 10 years oh, ago. No. He's not Darren Sproles when Chip Kelly was here in 2013 oh, no. he was dominating. I miss Prime D Sproles though. Yeah, don't get me wrong. He was a great and a great receiver, great runner, return man, but like He's not that player. They have three rushing touchdowns on the year. One by Jordan Howard, one by Wentz, and the other one's by Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah. Eagles, There's, I think there's a little bit of worry. And it's not even really their fault. It's kind of the injuries, but the play calling hasn't been, like, great. I, the first game or of the season. Or per, I would say the personnel output. The first game of the season, it was third and one. And I'm like, oh, put, the I'm amount. like Howard, in. Howard put him up the gut. That game, he was getting, he was moving that line. He was getting the amount. three and a half, four, five yards. He was hitting the hole, getting hit, and then he was falling forward for like another three, four yards. And then third and one, and they go ahead and they run a toss of Dan Sproles and gets blown up in the backfield. And I'm just sitting there watching the game like, are you kidding me the, right now? The amount of times the Giants week one had third and one and they threw it every single time. I mean, you have Saquon Barkley in your backfield. You don't trust him to get arguably the best running back after one season. Yeah, in yeah, the NFL. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I swear they didn't run it. They, they, I three or four times you can look back. They had it. There was one time where they rolled Eli Manning out and decided like they, he was the. Are you going to roll Eli Manning? Like, out? I'm like, what the, what the, like he's what a are you doing? Quarterback. He, you have Saquon Barkley in the backfield. And you don't decide to give it to him on third and one. But it's not even like they did it one they didn't give it to him once and like, alright, we'll give it to him this time. It was like three or four consecutive times where they had three and one. Dude, this is like all NFL teams. It's, it makes no sense. They every single The Browns game. have the ball at like whatever it was 
the four the four yard line the four yard line with three with three timeouts three times out. Nick Chubb is having a great game, awesome game, and they throw it on all four downs. Yeah. And do they score? Nope, no, not one complete. It goes exactly back to when it was the Patriots and Seahawks. That's they had two timeouts, and they're on a two-yard line. Marshawn Lynch, probably the best running back in the game at that, at that time. time yeah. And it's definitely the best bruiser. Yeah. All you have to do is just grind it out and give him the ball. You know he's going to get in there, and you try to throw it, and next you know, no Malcolm Butler jumps around. Yeah, makes, like, <laughs> NFL, NFL teams are like part of me feels like they're so caught up on having the quarterback quote win the game. And get all that media. You know, if Baker throws a game when it touches down, Wentz, Daniel Jones, Jameis Winston, Tom Brady, like they're like, oh my God, that's such a great throw. But it's like they they just don't want to do the easy thing. They're handing off yeah. handing off to a Le'Veon Bell yeah. or you know, Dalvin Cook down on the down on the goal line. Just give the man that gets paid to run the ball the actual ball. Yeah. Same thing with the Redskins. Case Keenum goes up top. Yeah. To try to get the touchdown, and yeah. they punch the ball right out. Write it like a book. Punch it right Give out. Give it to Adrian Peterson. Give it to AP. Yeah. Listen, it's why not, don't, it's not why prime don't, AP, but give it to Adrian AP, Peterson. It's still top AP five running back. AP can three time. yards on the goal yeah. line. Yeah, it's still the number – this is the fifth best running back of all time, yeah. Adrian Peterson. You know, it's still – it's so weird to see him in a Redskins uniform. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I – Actually despise that. Like we've seen players over the years in weird jerseys. He's he might be the weirdest. And it's weird though because what this is like is this his second year in? Yeah, it's his second year because he got he went to Minnesota. Oh, he was in New Orleans. I went to Minnesota. Went to New Orleans. That for one game got that, cut. That, that's gonna be the weirdest and jersey then, ever. Is then he that, went to the Arizona. He scored his a hundredth touchdown in. In Arizona, so that highlight for the rest of his career. Oh, I forgot he was in Arizona. Too. Yeah, he dominated in Arizona Holy too. Cow. He was pretty good. That's the year David Johnson got hurt. Yeah, 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 yeah. That backfield was David Johnson, Chris Johnson, and an AP. At time. <laughs> Chris Johnson. Oh man, I, he was he just so turned, fun. It's his birthday today. I just really. Him, yeah, he was so fun to watch, man. He was just so fast. Oh man, he was fun to watch. And then he went to the Jets. Yeah, he didn't. Really it went downhill after that. Eh, so. Yeah, he never really. I mean, he was like not bad. And they saw Andre Ellington at that time too. In Arizona, uh, I don't know, dude. They've had so many weird backs back there. Remember Beanie Wells? <laughs> Rashad Mendenhall for one year. Be- Beanie Wells was a first round pick. I remember having him on. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah, he was really good. Oh man! I don't know. All right, let's, let's 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 move back to the uh, Giants because I I need to just get something off my chest here about this Giants defense. Yeah, how's it looking? They are the worst defense I think I've ever witnessed in my entire life. How much do you miss uh, Landon Collins or Olivier Vernon? Listen, listen. I would say it's not who I miss because Landon Collins, if he just... Landon Collins, this is something I think of Landon Collins. He He can't cover. He's a hitter. He cannot play in coverage. He's a big hitter. He's a linebacker playing safety. That's, so he's a hybrid, kind of like a Shaq Thompson. Yes. Or like a uh, yes, Mark Barron. Yes, Mark Barron. I think he is. He would be. I think he's a he's a better safety than he would be linebacker. But it's just that his coverage skill, like his he's a he's just a really really fast linebacker. He's kind of like you know Tevin Smith. Yeah. Like he's he's like a smaller Tevin Smith. Like Tevin Smith. Tevin Smith retired. You know. No, he didn't. Jacksonville, Tevin Smith. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm. I'm serious. Yeah, one of their one of their key linebackers, and it wasn't Miles Jack retired. Like he's sitting out this year. He retired. You you're, know, you're joking. I'm not joking. I got one look. of their key linebackers. I have to look this up. Tevin Smith. Tevin Smith is the number the, fifty. The linebacker who runs like a four four. Yeah. Like he the retired. fastest linebacker. He he said he was sitting out this year or whatever to like I I want to say raise his family or he has some type of family issues. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. He he's not playing this year. Says he won't play football in 2019. I told you. That's you crazy. To I'm the smart one in here. Come did, on now. Did I know. I know some stuff. Uh, I still took to a defensive fantasy. Skipping though. all team activities in January. Told you. 
but he has not filed official retirement paperwork. Yeah, he's, he okay. said he's just sitting in the air. That's so crazy. I say he comes back. back. He's too good to, to not come play. back next year. He's too good to not play football. He won't play this year. Not with all that mess in Jacksonville. He ain't playing this year. He, he is too good to not be playing You think game. Eli ends up down there as a backup? Um, Because Eli's gone. Where yeah, do you no, think, Eli Where do you think he's going out of all the teams? Honestly, he's I, not going to retire. Yeah, I think he is. I don't think he wants to. I, I, he still wants to play, but I don't. I think if he ends up anywhere, it's, it is Jacksonville because of Tom Coughlin. But they got Nick Foles. Yeah, so I I don't I just don't I think I think his playing days are behind him completely. I've been saying that for like four years. Yeah, I have been honestly I've been an Eli Manning supporter. I was a big supporter, not a fan. No, both. I listen. I grew up with Eli Manning. He won my team two Super Bowls, two Super Bowl MVPs. Took down the GOAT twice. He always had one special place in my heart. You better give some defense that credit. I know. Michael Strahan, Osi Minora, Justin Tuck, big, all, all big. All, Corey Webster was a big one. I loved Corey Webster. And you have to thank David Tyree, not Manahan, because that was a great throw. I, Tyree was Tyree. Did you know Tyree had a touchdown in that game also? No, I don't remember that whatsoever. He, because I, 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 I kind of was like, I, you know it's funny? After the Giants won this week, I went back and I'm like, all right, let's see. Let's watch these giant Super Bowl highlights. Watch like a 15-minute video. I realized that David Tyree had like a 10-yard touchdown in that game. Nobody ever seems to talk about that. You know where he went after he left? Baltimore became a stud on special teams. Yeah. he's. I'm pretty sure like a three-time Pro Bowler or something like that. On special teams. You know who's really good? So um, Matthew Slater? Guy. Yeah, Matt Slater. He's crazy. There was another guy too. Um, he used to play for the Bengals and he was on the Patriots. I forget his name. Um, Brandon Tate. Brandon Tate. Oh, he is he on? He used to be on the Bengals, right? Yeah, he was good too. No, and but this this Giants defense, I'm pretty sure, it is dead last in the pass and dead last in the and uh, in the I don't really want to speak about Philly's defense. I think it is dead last in both, and I just have never seen. See, I Daniel Jones is good. He's very good, but I don't. He's not good enough to carry this defense. If they can just the thing though with me is that uh, this week they got to they got to the quarterback, which is probably the best part. Of this they had three or four sacks this week, which is pretty pretty good. Like that that's a solid number, and they just once they get to the quarterback, I feel like everything will fall into place. I mean, Dunder Baker's young; he'll come around. I think. I mean, Marcus Golden's good. They 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 have the pieces. They got this rookie linebacker Conley who's Oof, looks yeah, pretty man. good. Your Giants defense thirty first right now. Total. Yeah. Dude, they're giving up thirty one point three points a game. Yeah. Ninety four total points. We all know who's worse. It's Miami. Oh, Miami's yeah. got the worst defense. No, Miami's, Miami's is brutal. Philly is in the middle of a pack with sixteen, giving up twenty six points a game, which is I feel like. It's kind of respectable considering all those injuries on the D line, and they get they have two sacks in the first three games, but they only have maybe I think one or two picks. Yeah. You know what's weird about this Giants defense though is that they have players like Marcus Golden's good. They got Jabril Peppers who's solid. Mike 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 Thomas bro, he's I'm pretty sure he has a Pro Bowl under his belt. Like they, Mike Thomas is a former Jags receiver. No, oh, you talking about Michael Thomas, the Saints receiver. No, I'm talking I'm about. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Was he was he in the Dolphins before Mike Thomas safety was he in the Dolphins before? Yeah. He I mean he's a solid player, like they have pieces. Would and you trade for Ramsey? And what would you give no, up? No, the, did you see what they turned down? What the Ravens offered? And they said no. No, it is. They offered a first, a second, and Hayden Hurst, and they said no. Yeah. Just for Jalen. Don't offer me a tight end. But it's first, a first and a second. They just drafted Hayden Hurst. Yeah, first. I appreciate sure it was a first round pick or a second round was pick. It this year or last year? He was Lamar Jackson's draft. Okay, so last year. I think they might have. I think the first round. I think they took him before they took Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson was their last first round pick, I think. Yeah, I'm almost positive he was. Hayden Hurst was a first round pick. He was because he was picked at like twenty five or something, something like, like that. that, and then Baltimore traded back in and took Jackson yeah. with like thirty two. So you're offering me a first round pick, a second round pick, and a former first round pick for somebody who doesn't want to be on your team, and you're saying no. Like that—that that is a 
That is a big well, hole. Apparently, they want to keep him now. That is if a, they're going to keep him, they have to get rid of Tom Coughlin. That's a big hole. That is a big hole. And they said no. So, I'm not, I'm not offering anywhere near that. I would have... See, that's the thing that was out with the Giants. Is that their pick is... like Realistically, their pick is going to be good. I think they have a... If, if Daniel Jones plays like this, he does. He did week this week three again. The rest of the season, he will win offensive rookie of the year, and the Giants will be competing for wild card spot. You understand that this is a rookie quarterback. Rookie quarterback. Has he given me a reason to doubt him? He should because he's just a rookie. That's part of. But he's, part he he did something against the Tampa Bay Bucks, who haven't had a kicker in eight years. And their coach took a delay a game on purpose because he said his kicker is good from farther out, and then he missed the kick. Don't get me wrong, my man. Don't get me wrong. He's looking all right, but we need to slow the brakes down. He's acting like he's the next Peyton Manning. He's be he'll be lucky to be Eli Manning. Oh yeah, if he turns out to be Eli Manning, sign me up right now. Hall of Fame quarterback, easy, no doubt in my mind. I'd be so happy. Yeah, I think everybody would be happy with a Hall of Fame quarterback and hopefully at least one championship. I mean, Wentz, on the other hand, I mean, don't get me wrong, the man's balling out. He's doing all he can, but he can't do it alone. You know, he gets credit for that Super Bowl win. He really he doesn't. doesn't. Like, he does get credit for it's, that. Honest, Nick Foles gets more credit. Uh, yeah, because Nick Foles won it, but Wentz got them to that point. Or were they 11 and they were 2 when he got hurt? Yeah, and they were balling out. They were balling out. You think they would have won if... Wentz was healthy. Like, what, Super Bowl? Yeah. Because I don't... Listen, Wentz sometimes just has Pardon this me? thing the, where the, he the, makes the, a mistake. Like, and he, that game, mistakes were not made by Nick Foles. Not one. I, I think they might have scored like... Oh, but this is the thing. People forget that when Nick Foles took over, he won that game, and then he struggled the rest of that season. And he did not play well against Atlanta. And then Minnesota, he came out and he balled out. And I think Wentz could have easily... They killed Minnesota, right? Yeah, they blew Minnesota out 38-7. to So, the, for me to sit here and say, well, would Wentz win the Super Bowl if he was stayed healthy? I wish I could be like, yeah, no doubt. But you never... I mean, Case Keenum was almost in the Super Bowl that year. So, I mean, you just never know because you never know how, how honestly the ball goes, you know? And that division round against Atlanta falls to a ball over the middle and it... Keanu Neal jumped and it hit his knee and it oh, popped in the air and Tory Smith caught it and then they end up getting a field goal. You know there was so much. I remember love. that. But Wentz, Foles gets, let's just say he gets seventy five percent of the credit out of the two quarterbacks and then Wentz I think gets like twenty five because in that Super Bowl Nick Foles bought out and that's what I wish Wentz would do. I feel like he kind of like holds the ball a little bit where Foles as he's like. He's slinging it. And one says he looks up to Brett Favre and that he likes that gunslinger mentality. Don't get me wrong. When he's falling on his knees and he throws a ball deep down to Aguilar against Seattle last year, or he's throwing from his knees in against Atlanta, that's gunslinger. But I want to see him take that, like, one, two, three, drop step, and then just throw it deep. You know what I mean? Just sling it out. But, he can, I mean, I can understand he can't do that right now because Deshaun Jackson's hurt. But we all knew that was going to happen. Deshaun's going to ball out. Like he does every year, get hurt for a few weeks. He's gonna come back, play about four or five games. He's gonna hurt his shoulder. He's gonna be out another couple games. That's who Deshaun Jackson is. Alshon doesn't stretch the field. He's a possession wideout now. Jump ball. You know, I wish they we're gonna see what JJ. You know, I think a white side is that ball hit him right in his hands and he dropped it. I saw I, something on Instagram the other day. Did they draft him over DK Metcalf? Uh, I think a white side. I want to say yeah. Bad decision. I mean, a lot of teams missed out on DK Metcalf. Yeah, that, but drafting a receiver over DK Metcalf—that's. I mean, that's whiffing. Whiteside coming out of Stanford, he was balling out. He was getting jump balls. He was getting everything left and right. He he hasn't had the opportunity because Philly at the time like, they've had so much depth, and now they're like, "Hey, you're basically the number one wideout. Go out there." And he's like, "Dude, I barely played all preseason with Carson Wentz and all that." It's a timing thing, but I understand timing routes and. You know, getting the chemistry down, but when that ball is thrown and it hits you in your hands, and you drop it multiple times, they had so many. They had seven drops on Sunday, seven drops, and then they had yeah, that was bad. And they had three offensive offensive pi calls. Did they? Yeah, 
Sproles pushed off near the end. Oh of the yeah, 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 yeah. So heavy. So many people. You could just obviously tell that he pushed off. And it's like, <sighs> and then Hans dropped that ball across the middle. Hit him right in the hands. He dropped it. Goddard was. Goddard dropped was some it. Some of the worst I've seen. And then uh, I think of side at the end of the game. You know, it's but Nelson Aguilar, he can catch the ball running down the sideline against Atlanta, but once throws a ball up fourth and fourteen and he can come down with it. <laughs> like, come on, dude. I don't how do you not how do you not look the ball in? Like honestly, that might be one of the frustrating draft picks Philly has ever had. Like Nelson Aguilar? Yes. Because coming out of the USC, he was so hyped up. He was like, yeah, he's he arguably the best wideout in that draft. And like seeing his highlights and the way he ran routes, you're like, oh my god, this man might be actually like pretty good. Yeah. And then yeah, that is. first year he couldn't catch anything, and then the second year they put him in a slot and he he was. You kind of you know he did pretty well in the slot. No, yeah, in the slot, yeah, he worked. But the past three years, these wideouts like Jeffrey and Alshon and Mike Wallace and Torrey Smith have been getting hurt, and they have to put him back out. And he's not out. He can't get off the jams. He can't get off whatsoever. So it's like, dude, like either put more weight on and go against these corners or just tell them to stay in a slot. You know, how many times did you see Wes Welker back in the day when Randy Moss would get hurt out wide? Like, why would, why are you gaming him outside? You never see him outside. He's in the slot. Yeah. You know, he, I know they're saying that, you know, I know he's a little taller. I would say he's a better athlete than Welker, but, you know, He's got moves. I mean, he he spins guys. He's his. He loves to use a spin move. Yeah. He can juke you out. But why? Why is Dougie P putting him outside? You know, you could always kick Ertz outside and keep Aguilar in the slot. You know, you could put Sproles in another slot position on outside. You have Goddard in. You know, it's the offense. There's a lot of there's a lot of weapons in that offense. Yeah, the offense is just not clicking. These so these slow starts are killing them. Yeah. You can't play half a game, 30 minutes, and just look sluggish and look like crap. And then the third quarter comes around and yeah. you want to you and wanna then turn it up and go, yeah. turn it on. You can't do Not that. Not how football works. You can't do that, especially against a good team. Do that against Green Bay Thursday night. You're getting blown out. You'll be blown out. Is it? Is it Green Bay? It's in Green Bay Thursday night this week. Interesting. On a short week. I highly doubt. You think Alshon plays? Alshon? Yeah. You want to choose? I wouldn't play him. I would just sit him out. It's a calf. He can go out there one one slant route, and the calf is going to grab him like that. I would just sit him out. If I'm them, it's tough because Green Bay's defense is good. Green Bay was smart. Green Bay's defense is really good. They were smart this offseason, and instead of going out and getting offensive firepower, they stacked that defense. And it's good. And And it's real good. But if they can somehow... If they can just run the ball, if they can run the ball for at least like 85 yards and pound Green Bay, they have a good chance. But, I mean, I'm sitting there looking at the numbers. They're getting three to three and a half yards of carry. That's pretty good. But they keep changing the running backs out. Yeah. Howard come in, he'll get, a first, he'll get the first carry on first down and then actually no you have Sanders in for second down and then you have Sproles in for third down. Yeah he has a different way. Corey Clement doesn't have one carry. Really? Doesn't have one carry. He's been kick return. Glassboro product. Yeah. I wonder how he feels about not getting the ball. Yeah. I know he's not liking that. I think he might be going after this year. Hmm. I mean there's no opportunity. Smallwood's not doing anything either right? Smallwood is on the Washington Redskins. Since when? Since the Eagles cut him. How long ago? Before, before, right after week four pieces in that Monday. Really? Yeah. He he got cut, and the Redskins signed him, and because the media was like, "Hey, uh, Wendell, uh, any tips for the uh, for the Red?" For oh, the that's right. No, week? that's right. And he's like, "Nah, because yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. giving them anything." Then my brother is like, "That's my family." He's like, "I understand. I don't play there anymore, but we want a Super Bowl together." Right. Like, I completely forgot. I remember reading that. And then. Um, Josh Adams is on the, the Jets. He's on the practice squad, but he might be on it now. I don't know what their running backs are looking like. Time I know I know Le'Veon be banged up sometimes. Yeah. So, oh, them Jets, man. Luke Folk. Ugh. Not good. How does your quarterback get mono at the end of summertime? 
Ain't that such a Jets thing? That's so funny. My, my like, I know, I know, it's a serious illness. Yeah, but like, mono only the Jets. My my ex boss is a diehard Jets fan, like diehard, and I'm going to plenty of Jets games. And sorry, Jets fans, I was at the game last year when they played Green Bay, and they were up thirty five to fourteen, up thirty five fourteen going into the fourth quarter, and Aaron Rodgers let them come back and beat New York. 38-35 in overtime. I was at that game. I never, as an Eagles fan, like, I like, I was like, it's a whole nother world because, like, I'm not a diehard Jets fan whatsoever. I go to the game because they're free tickets and they're awesome tickets. And then when he offers them, I'm going. Let's yeah. believe that. And, like, Jets fans, I'm not going to lie. There are some pretty cool fans out there. They're, they're not, like, hecklers. They no, they're annoying. Oh my god! Oh, the amount I've, the amount of, I see a lot of my friends are Jets fans. What I had to hear this off season was Le'Veon Bell, C.J. Mosley, um, C.J. Mosley's began. Avery Williamson. We're gonna. This is our year. We're fine. Change. You know what I heard a lot? Changing culture. That's what I was hearing. You have Adam Gase as your head coach. That's what I was hearing by so many. I'm, I'm hearing Gase. change in culture. Jay Ajayi wants to punch Adam Gase in the face probably every time he sees him. Yeah. Adam Gase is going, when they hired, why would they hire Adam Gase over Mike McCartney? I have no idea. What sense does that make? Yeah. Like you got rid of Super Todd Bowl Bowles, winning coach. You got rid of Todd Bowles, don't get me wrong. I like Todd Bowles. I'm a, I'm a Todd Bowles fan. He just never had the team put around he's him. Old, he's not a head coach. He's a good de- He's a good coordinator. That first year, man, we're fine. With Fitz Magic. When Brandon Marshall and Eric Matt Decker, Forte and Eric, Eric Decker. Decker. Yeah, that team was, that team was nice. Team. They were one nice. win away from getting in the playoffs. The Bills beat them. Yeah. Rex Ryan and the Bills beat them. Yeah, Rex Ryan and the Bills. And... Next thing you know, like they bring, they give Fitzpatrick all this money the next year, and then the magic ran out, and then they draft Darnold, and that that GM that they had was horrible. He was giving out money left and right to these guys that were not doing anything. Oh, what that? What was his name? Some Russian guy, right? It wasn't McCagan, was it? No, no, no. It was um, he was like a bald-headed guy. What's his name? His Dude, name. he was giving money out left and right to all these bums. And of course, it's like the typical Jet thing. Like they play like one game and then they get hurt. Yeah. But the Jets, I do like um, Robbie Anderson. Yeah, I, you know who I like? I, I like Jameson like Crowder. I think Jameson Crowder is going You know who's being who's doing really good? And he's a former Jet. Unfortunately, he's a Cowboy right now. Devin Smith. Yeah, he's balling out right now, right? Him coming out of Ohio State, I wanted him so bad because he's so fast. He, and he, he John Idstick. It's Idzik. Oh, John is oh, the, he was horrible. Yeah, he was brutally bad. Horrible. And then even this offseason, see, this is the thing. This is why I never get too hopped about all sports. Because say I'm a Jets fan, right? Mm-hmm. And I look at it before the regular season kicks off. We have Sam Donald going in his second year. And then you have Le'Veon Bell, who's just sat a year out. I know a lot of people are like, I don't know what he's going to look like. I knew Le'Veon was going to be okay. I knew it was going to be fine. You know, it's not like he was coming into camp at 300 pounds or whatever. Yeah. Just my opinion. That was the dumbest thing he could have did for his career. You're not getting that fucking million dollars back. But yeah. it's whatever. Then you have uh, Robbie Anderson outside. Quincy Nuwa. Nuwa's hurt now, though. Yeah. He's been he's, – that's J- his neck again. Oh, Jameson Crowder is good. Jameson Crowder in the slot. I like Jameson Crowder a lot. Um, They're tight end. Uh, Hernan. Hernan. The only yeah. thing, though, is that their he's offensive solid. line is just so – it's. Really, really bad. Like, it's really bad. Yeah, they still have Kelvin Beachum. Yeah. And Kelvin uh, Beachum. They get James Osh- Carpenter. Ashmele. Kalichi Ashmele. Did they just get him? I don't know. The offensive line back in the day used to be real good. With Mangold. 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 The Brickishaw. Ferguson. Yeah, that. that uh, there's, um. They had, uh. That offensive line used to be real good. They had the old, uh, He, he was a lineman for the Steelers and the Cardinals. He was a guard. 66. Oh, I can't think of his name. He, he's a marathon runner now. He lost yeah. all that weight. I forget what his name is. Yeah. He was He's like a Hall of Famer. He played there. Um, and then the defense, the defense line with um, what, Williams, right? Leonard Williams. Oh, Leonard Williams. Oh, Leonard now? Williams. Now, no. They're, they're, well, Leonard Williams, Quinnen Williams. Um, Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams. They got they, Tremaine they did. Johnson. Um, Tremaine Johnson's. What's the, the safety, May? 
Mar- oh, uh, Marcus, Marcus May. May. Yeah, Marcus May is good. See, but that's I mean, why and they still got fired. Up they still have them first two draft picks. He drafted two safeties. Yeah, how do you draft two safeties with your first two picks? I, I was know. like, oh my goodness. Tremaine Johnson's really bad. Like their their corners are bad. They overpaid. He balled bad. out that year with the Rams, and he got paid. Bro, their corners are bad. Like their but safeties got, are really good. They're but then they got more. Uh, Morris Claiborne. He, Morris Claiborne that one year on a one year deal, and he balled out, and then they didn't want to try to bring him back. Where is he now? I thought he'd be signed. Oh, he might be in Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. I think it's in Baltimore. That's what I thought. Yeah, in Baltimore. Linebackers got CJ Mosley. <laughs> and uh, lost Anthony Barr. That was still one of the funniest things ever. When they when he, he pulled a Frank Gore. For all the Philly fans, I remember Frank Gore when he said he was going to sign here. He legit said, "I'm coming to Philly." No, but he had the contract signed. I think, or like he was literally had it drawn. He, you know, he pulled. He pulled a um. DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan. Except I don't know if his teammates locked him in his house and told him not to leave, like they did with DeAndre Jordan. But honestly, I probably wouldn't leave the Vikings for the Jets either, though. Oh, me neither. Never. The Vikings are knocking on the door to go to the Jets. Nah, I'm good. But I mean, hey, the Jets do have a Super Bowl, even though that was like a hundred years ago. Yeah. I don't think anyone remembers that Super Bowl now, except for Joe Namath. <laughs> Shout out Joe Namath. Oh my God, Jesus. That's um, how it goes. Let's spin it though. Well, uh, how how are we looking about New York baseball? Yankees are looking awesome right now. The, the offense is coming together now. That I think it's going to be them in Houston. Yeah, that that it's it's a two man race for the pennant. Like yeah. it just is. I mean, I'm not completely counting out the Twins or any of the wild card teams because anything can happen once you get in. Twins been hitting that ball though. But they mean. They got the most homers. No, I think the Yankees passed them. They passed them? Yeah. Oh, wow. And now the Yankees, just, they just got Stanton back. They still have DJ. They still have Judge. Yeah, Torres, is, Torres is balling. The pit, bro, all you need in, in when it, come playoff time, you need three pitchers. You need three starters. Guess what? You got playoff Tanaka, who's just a different breed. The, the guy balls in when the playoffs. When he came out. Balls in the playoffs. James Paxson. Mm. They've won all 10 of his last starts. All of them. Remember when that eagle landed on his shoulder? In Seattle? Yeah. He was out there uh, for the pregame. I guess they, they were doing the uh, uh, national anthem. Oh, like, oh, took oh, off and like landed oh, on his shoulder. Vaguely, vaguely, vaguely. Yeah. But then, guess what? The key. Luis Severino's back. Luis Severino. And guess what? I could not be happier. Two starts, nine innings pitched, zero earned runs. That's what I love to see. Zero earned, nine How's innings How's that bullpen pitched. looking? Fantastic. Absolutely awesome. I mean, we all know about Chapman. We all know but about Batances. Batances got hurt. Ah, but we've been, listen, I love Batances, and it pains me to see him hurt again. But this bullpen has been really, really good all year. Playoff Batances, though, he's No, Playoff Batances is nice. He's really, really nice. It's a, it's a, it's a shame that it's his Achilles, right? Yeah, I, I honestly he can't move whatsoever. I, I just, I really hope he's healthy for next year because listen, the, the bullpen. What's it, September, spring training. Is it fully torn? I'm not sure. I. Or is it like a, a strain? I feel like no, it's, it's, it's at least partially torn. It. Listen, I love Batantis, I do, but he. Like he hasn't been a part of the team, and the team has done really, really well all year. Uh, listen, what I love, what, what I love Did to have him. Well, listen, what I love to have him on the team and pitching in the postseason. Yes, yeah, obviously. But it's I don't think it's like oh now that Batances is out, the bullpen is screwed. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think they still have enough arms with Canley and Britton and Adovino and guys like that. That I and I think that the off, the bullpen is good enough to to get by. Hey man, at least your team is gonna like make the playoffs. Cause if Philly, like Philly, has to win out, like they they have like no chance. If they don't win out, like if they lose today against the Nationals, like they're done. And the this whole baseball season, I remember, man, they were. I remember sitting in class next year and they signed Bryce Harper. And I was yeah. Like, no. Yeah. Way. This is awesome. I completely forgot that. I'm like, I, I'm like, they got a great chance at the playoffs. Great chance. I'm not saying they were my, they were my, they were my, they were my, they were my pick to win the division. World Series, but you know, I was like, 
Bryce Harper, Andrew McCutcheon, Reese at first base. You got Kingery coming up with another season under his belt. Aaron Nola coming up with top Aaron three. Young. I know Jake Arrieta is in Chicago, Jake Arrieta. But if he can be at least half of that, you know, he just survive the season. Maybe Velasquez can be a fifth starter. I was like, at the time, I'm like, go get Dallas Keuchel. I was like, just go. Bro, Phillies were my pick to win the division preseason. Or spring training. They were my spring training pick. And you know what happened? It went right down the drain. They came off slow like they normally do. And, I mean, just just imagine. Just think of this sound. Like, close your eyes. So, you have the best catcher in the game. JT Wilmoto. Second best catcher. Behind him. Jerry Sanchez. Are you serious? All right, I'm gonna, you get you pull up Gary Sanchez throwing base runners out this year. I'm oh, if, if you're going about Gary Sanchez's arm, that's something you don't want to attack. Have you not seen Real Buto throw? Sanchez has a cannon. Right. Cannon. Next show, we'll compare the two throwing them out. Cannon. So we can, well, no, we're going to compare everything. You have JT at, at catching. Yeah. You have Reese at first. Yeah. Cesar Hernandez, this is last year. I think they're trading him after yeah. this year. Scott yeah. Kingery has to play second base. Yeah. Then you have Gene Segura. It's a it's it's a typical Philly luck that they trade JP Crawford, and next thing you know he's balling. Is he balling in Seattle? Is he? I haven't really been following him too much. Yeah, like if you listen to like local radio around here, like they wonder why they trade him. But I get it because when he was here, he wasn't doing anything. Like that's the weird thing about baseball. Carlos Santana. Yeah. They trade him to Seattle. He goes back to Cleveland, and then he balls out. What's a big one? I ones I can't think. There's uh, we're like. Deshaun Jackson. What about him? what when he left? He was not good when he left. He was a pretty. He was pretty good. He was. He was. I mean, he was good in Washington, but I, I'm pretty sure he made at least one Pro Bowl while he was gone. Where was he? He was. He well, he, he got cut. He went to Washington for three years, yeah. and then he went to Tampa Bay. For three Tampa years. Bay. He was not good in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Jameis Winston was just not good. He was not good in Tampa Bay, and he comes back to Philly, and he balls his out his first, first game. First game, seven receptions, hundred fifty yards, two touchdowns. Yeah. Like, that's but, balling out. Third base, they need a third baseman next year. They have this young guy coming through the minors. We'll see, but their they're minor league is... What about Franco? Is he doing nothing? Franco, I mean, Franco's been up and down all year. You know what I mean? Half, most of the year, it's been like um, Kingery at yeah. third base, you know? They legit dropped Kingery. I'm not Kingery. They were legit. They legit, after the trade deadline, sent Franco to the AAA. And everybody was like, "Why didn't you just trade him if you would get put him in trouble?" I can honestly because yeah. now the whole league knows how you feel about Marco Fra- um, yeah. Franco. Franco, and then nobody's gonna trade for him. And no one's gonna trade for him. You're not gonna get any value. At least you could have got some sucker team. Yeah. Like you know what? We'll get him in here. We'll change his swing or whatever. Like teach him this, teach him that. Like now it's like, oh well, you sent him down to the minors, so you think he's like garbage. Yeah. Andrew McCutcheon is how? Wait, how many years did they sign him for? Who? Andrew McCutcheon. Was it uh, three, three years? Deal? Yeah, three. So he's got two more. Andrew McCutcheon getting hurt was so big, so so big. And you know how he got hurt because Gene Segura didn't run the ball out. Gene Segura didn't run the ball out, and McCutcheon got stuck between first and second, and he planted. And he went to go back to first, and then next you know, towards ACL. And then you have Bryce Harper right, and then Odubel Herrera screwed the team over too because his. He, he is. They cut. Did they cut him? Is he was at this domestic he's, abuse he's thing? He's on that um that oh, commissioner's, oh, commissioner's list. list. Unable to. Play. He's not. They're not bringing. And him the, wait, who's they had a big prospect outfielder? Roman Quinn. No, Had Hadley. Oh, Had, um, Adam Hazley. Hazley, Hazley. Yeah. He's been alright. I got his stats right. He's twenty three, uh, five home runs. He's in two sixty eight. Four bases stolen. Nothing like too crazy, but I mean, Jay Bruce, when Jay Bruce first got here, he was balling out. Like he was hitting. Yeah, Mets fans were pissed. Yeah, he was hitting homers left and right. How many home runs does Jay Bruce have? He had like uh, 20 at one point, right? He has 12 for the Phillies. Hmm. Where was he before? Because he. What? Well, I think it was Seattle. Hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they traded with Seattle. Or, I don't know, is he either Seattle or maybe Cleveland? Oh, well, the Mets signed him to that big contract, <laughs> and then they got rid of him. 
It's typical Mets. Sean Rodriguez is despicable. I hate Sean Rodriguez with a passion. <laughs> he does not deserve to be on the roster. He's only on the roster because Gabe Kapler is the manager and they're buddies. That's it. He legitimately called the fans out yeah. because yeah. they booed. Do you not know where you're playing? You were playing in Philadelphia. These people, blood, sweat, and tears, blue collar, like love, love, love their sports. Love their sports. Doesn't matter what it is. I'm sure if you go to a union game and we're not a big like soccer like team at all, like city, but we probably could care less about soccer. But then, but I bet them diehard soccer fans are diehard. Yeah. Flyers, diehard. Yeah, like the, the Sixers, big four that you guys really represent. Let the Sixers go in a skid at any point in time. Back to back losses, a three game loss. Going in, I guarantee. And the Eagles, people already know how crazy we are about the Eagles. That's the thing, is that, see, that's the one thing with New York that I must say I don't like is that there are so many teams. Like, when you come to Philly, every single person that, that every single person likes. The Flyers, they like the Eagles, they like the Phillies, and they, all and they like play, the Sixers. When you go to a Philly, like a Philadelphia sport event, besides a union, it's all in the same area. Yeah. And everybody comes together. It's like a national holiday. When you go to a Philly sporting event, yeah. it doesn't matter how how what jersey you wear, what player you like. But at the end of the day, it's like a big family, yeah. and we all come together. But meanwhile, I go to a Jets game with my friend. And there's Giants fans. There's here, Giants there. fans. There's Jets fans. I see people wearing Knicks jerseys yeah. there. I see Yankees jersey at a football game. Like you know how rare it is to see like a diff. Like when you go to a Eagles game, you know how difficult it would be to go in there with just a Sixers. Like when the Eagles are playing, like you're wearing Eagles stuff. No, That's yeah. how it is. You aren't wearing anything else unless you're obviously an opponent, you know, fan, and you're a Lions fan. But did you see that actually? Shout out Philly right there. The Lions, uh, there was a bunch of Lions fans, and they said we were, like, nervous to come and, like, tailgate and all that because the Phillies been having a bad rap because we're, like, horse fans and all that. And they were, like, yeah. nothing but love, nothing but respect. Really? They didn't get haggled or nothing. They're Lions fans. I'd like to see it. You know what I am You know what I, want, I would like to do? I would like to walk. I would like to go to a Giants-Eagles game at the, at the link. And have like a GoPro and see what see what's said to me. You know what's you know, I feel like I'd like to I, see that. I feel like Eagles Giants is a respect though. There's a respect because you know why? Because it's been Miracle at the Meadowlands like and, and, and Miracle and Miracle at the Meadowlands two point out. Yeah, which we're so close. I don't want to talk about <laughs> Deshaun Jackson. Yes, um, Eagles and Giants and Redskins like they're all so close. Like yeah, well, passionate hate each other and all that, but. Nobody and the NFC East fans, nobody gets irked more than when I hear I'm a Cowboys fan. <laughs> Get out my face. <laughs> That's so true. Dude, the other day at my job, I go up to my tables. My first table, you know what they wear? They say I'm wearing an Eagles shirt and they're like, Oh, he's an Eagles fan. And I look down, they're wearing purple and gold. They're Vikings fans. I said, Remind me who won the NFC championship game. Okay. And then my next table I overhear them talking. They're like, oh, I guess they don't care about our game. At the time, there was one game playing, Cowboys and Redskins. I was like, let me guess. You're a Cowboys friend. And she was like, yep. How about them Cowboys? Before she even finished, <laughs> I walked away. I walked away. And I'm like, I'm not dealing with it. I'm like, how do, how do my first two tables at my job? are Vikings. Vikings and Cowboys. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, there's, a, uh, there's one of my classmates. She's a Cowboys fan. I respect her. She's cool. And then I work with a Cowboys fan. He's cool. They're not like, we have five Super Bowls and blah, 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 blah. We're the greatest team of all time. And then the funny thing is, that Cowboys fan, he likes Carson Wentz more than Dak Prescott. So really? that's how I know. I mean, I, I like Carson Wentz more than Dak Prescott. Yeah, but you know how Cowboys fans are because Carson yeah. Wentz and Dak were in the same draft and they're all like, that's gonna oh, Dak's be- Skip Bayless people. That's that's who I despise the most. Skip Bayless people right there. Mm. Oh, dude, nothing makes me. That man irks my soul. He hates LeBron. He likes the Cowboys. He hates this. He likes the Spurs. He hates Kawhi Leonard. Like he yeah, loves, he doesn't even refer to Kawhi Leonard as his name. number two. Number two. He loves uh, Tom Brady. He doesn't think Belichick deserves any credit, and he loves Michael Jordan. 
Like, he's the epitome of what I despise. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, I respect all of them athletes, but he's so diehard about it. Like, I turn out undisputed, and I bet it's either him hating on LeBron or loving the Cowboys. He hates on LeBron for no reason. Like, zero. There's no, there's no reason. It's just because he doesn't like the fact that somebody is threatening Jordan. That's what that's what it is. Is that the fact that he thought that there's like he he witnessed Michael, and he's like, there's no way anybody can ever touch what and Jordan LeBron did. Came in. And LeBron came in. And LeBron, listen, I'm, I'm I believe Jordan's a goat, but LeBron has a case. Like, it, yeah. and he doesn't like the fact that LeBron actually does have dude, a case. You can't. This is the thing about me. This is my personal opinion. You cannot just be talking about. Rings at the end of the day. No, well, you can't. It's not possible. Like, you see, can't. Jordan's the goat, but LeBron's the best to ever set foot on a basketball court. That's how I That's like to put it. And they're like, oh, Jordan's killer mentality. I'm like, you forget, LeBron is a passive player. When he has to turn it on, he'll turn it on. But he'd rather give you the give you the bucket than him having to score the bucket. Yeah. I mean, that 2018 run of him on the Cavs where he was just dominating in the playoffs. Like, people are trying to tell me this year that Kawhi had a better playoffs than LeBron. 2018. I was like, LeBron had like four game winners, and he was dropping 40 points and playing 48 minutes every night. Yeah, at, at 32? 2018? Yeah. I'm 33. Because I think he's 32, 33. Yeah. In his early 30s, yeah. he's dropping buckets. Early mid 30s. And never, never got hurt. Never had to retire or anything like that. Keeps his body in shape. Like, well, today, we were talking about, actually, we were talking about Serena Williams. We were talking about uniforms. And someone said numbers, and um, professor was like uh, twenty three, and I was like LeBron, <laughs> and then one guy in the back, he's like, I respect how he said LeBron over Michael. Yeah, no, I listen. I'm, I think I think Michael's the greatest. I just I think that I don't like to use the rings as a thing, but the fact that you can't because if you're talking has, rings, Bill has, Russell has eleven rings, but like jo- Jordan Boy has seven. Jordan has double. What LeBron has, like you gotta realize, like that's a lot. He has three more rings. Yes, like, that's a lot. But that's but the thing though is that I have LeBron ahead of Kobe. Yeah, if Michael was number one, LeBron's number two, no matter what. Yeah, you can't change my opinion. No, yeah, because we have three. Brian, we have three. Three, Magic or Kareem? Magic. Yeah. Me too. And four, I have Kareem. And then five, five is between like Kobe. Shaq, Hakeem, uh, Bill Russell, Jerry Bill Lance, Russell, get out of here with that Bill, Bill Russell. Russell. You, you know who you're missing? You know who you're missing is in that five conversation? You're, you're, you're missing two. Tim Duncan's one of them. Larry Bird's the other one. Larry Bird. There's a bunch. Listen, five through 12 are are honestly interchangeable. Yeah. Five through 11, I guess you can say. So we don't do top tens? Is that what we're now doing? Yeah, we can do top ten. Let's see. Let's see. If I had to say it. All right. So yeah, we'll wrap up on this. We'll wrap up the we'll wrap up the show with a little top ten yeah. greatest basketball players of all time. Let's see. We we can agree. Jordan's one. LeBron's one. Le- yes. No, Jordan's one. LeBron. You're telling me LeBron's one. All right. I'm gonna do my list. All right. You know what? I'm gonna do. I'll write it down. I'll do we'll my do, list. We'll, I'll do. I'll do yours. All right. So we'll do. We'll do yours first. Let's see. Mine's. For, let's see. Let's see. One is Jordan. All right. So you have Jordan number one. Jordan's number one. Who do you have two? Two is LeBron. LeBron. Who you got there? The Magic. Magic. Who you got four? I don't want to be like normal, but. You going Lakers again? You going Kareem? Yeah, but I'm not a Kareem. Mm. Listen, it's not, it's not necessarily about being a fan. It's just like you have to look at their game overall. From start to finish, rings, MVPs, defense. Yeah, you know what? Give me Kareem. I'll take Kareem. Kareem. That hook shot, you know what I'm saying? Kareem four. Bird five. Bird five. Yeah. Six. Duncan six. Seven. Hakeem seven. You got Hakeem over Shaq. Yeah, Hakeem over Shaq. Mm. Shaq eight. Then you have nine. And then. Is that Kobe? Shaq is nine. Uh, Shaq is eight. Yeah. You got Kobe at nine. Kobe nine, and then Will ten. Yeah, that's what you're rolling with. Yeah, I can roll right. with that. So, I'm going LeBron one. I'm such a LeBron fan. It's not even 
Really? Yeah. Like, this is the thing, though. Just because I'm a LeBron fan doesn't mean I don't criticize him either. Like, that 2011 finals should have won that. Should've what won finals? That. 2011 against the Mavericks. Oh, bro. Should've don't talk. That. Dirty Dirk, bro. Should have won Dirty that. Dirk. Should have won that. Jason Terry, the Jet, and Jason Kidd. That, JJ Brewer, that 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 is the Ty, that, that is the greatest Tyson Chandler. That is the greatest playoff run ever. Yeah, they beat ever. Kobe. They Dirk, beat Kobe Dirk's my boy. And I think they beat the Spurs too. They beat. Let's see. They beat. They, swept they beat Kobe. the Thunder. They swept Kobe. And they beat another. I think they beat the Spurs. Spurs. I think they yeah. beat the Spurs too. So, LeBron is one. Jordan two. Jordan two. Magic at three. Okay. And then, honestly. Yeah, we'll go Kareem. I see. That's the thing is that you don't want to go Kareem for, but you kind of have you to. You have to respect him. Because but the MVPs and the rings. But then I'm going to go Duncan. Duncan five. I like it. I'm going Shaq at six. Okay. Then I'll go Bird. Okay. You respect Bird. I like that. Yeah. Then you have to respect Bird. Yeah. Without Bird and Magic, the NBA isn't the NBA yeah. whatsoever. And then I have Kobe at eight. And then I have nine and ten. Let's see, you could go Hakeem, Wilt. Nah, nah. I mean, I respect Bill him. Russell. I respect Bill. I respect Hakeem. I mean, they are top ten. Carl Malone. There's always guys you can go to. Uh, nah. Oscar. Oscar was, was phenomenal. Oh, man. Hmm. I think I'm, yeah, I think I might go, yeah, I'll go Hakeem at nine. And then... Call me biased. Ten, I got AI. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. Oh my god. AI, dude. You've ever. You know. You've you ever will. Because this is what I'm doing. AI, bro, bro, bro. You were doing so well, and then man. Oh. Because look at you, look at AI, right? He comes in undersized guard. Well, I don't want to hear it. AI, AI is not even better than James Harden. You think James Harden is better than AI? Yes. Not even close. Like, not even close. Hmm. I respect that. But you know, I'm not putting James Harden. Yeah, I might have to do a Will over AI. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. But, uh, please, AI's not even 11. I think he's top. I think he could be 15. No. You're, no. What do you want to do? Like, Carmelo Malone over him? Yeah, Carmelo Malone's ahead of him. Uh, Oscar's ahead of him. So Wade's I, ahead of him. Who? Wade. D-Wade. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, but you also have to factor in what AI did for the game, too. Yeah, but you know what what, look at Curry. Curry legitimately changed the game. Curry's ahead of him, too. Maybe. Maybe? Oh, well, my like, God. I'm talking, like, as a collective bargain. Like, So what do you think? He's, like, 20? He's probably, like... He has to be at least 20. He's, he top, top, he's top 25. 20. I think he has to be top 20. He, he's, he has an argument for top 20. So this 20. is our top 10. So say 11 is Carl Malone. 11, Oscar. 11, 11, 12 are Oscar, Carl. No, you know what? I, I have Dirk ahead of Carmelo, so. I, was, I have Oscar before both of them. Yeah, so Oscar. We do Oscar. We can go, listen, but Dirk. also the all three power forwards. You got KG, you got Carmelo, and Dirk. Over Dirk. No, Dirk's yes. KG. No, I mean, they both have one ring, but KG, KG in Minnesota was dominating. Bro. Dominating. Like, I, listen, there's an argument, but it's Dirk. Like, Dirk was just a, he's a better player. It's KG. Bro, KG had how many Hall of Fame players on his team when he won? See, this is the, no, this is the thing though. He had, Ray Allen. He had he had the he had, yeah he had, he had Paul Pierce. Well, I'm he, not I'm not Paul Pierce is hard garbage. Oh my god, bro, are you serious, bro? Dirk, you Dirk had the greatest run ever, 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 the greatest playoff run ever. Yes, statistically, or are you just talking about overall? I'm talking about him. Like it, it is like honestly, like it's. Don't get me wrong. Nobody saw that coming out of the West that year. He it was he beat he swept Kobe with Powell. He beat uh, KD, Russ, and Harden in five. Okay, then he I don't, beat, and then I don't he beat Timmy hear, B in the Spurs. I don't want to hear that. Then that's a young KD. I don't want to hear that excuse. Then. No, it's not. I'm not. I'm using it as a KD and company. Like I'm using it as KD still KD. That's thirty points per game, KD. I don't know. That's tough. KD versus Dirk. I mean, uh, yeah, KG versus Dirk. Well, KD, Kevin Durant has to be in this top somewhere. Top 20. Oh, yeah, he's top 20. I mean, he's probably the third. third. Honestly, you can. Third greatest shooter? You could argue. Third? Would you have him third or fourth? Do you have Dr. J ahead of KD? 
No. So you have him third behind Larry and LeBron. I have I have KD over Bird. You have KD over Bird? He's the. But you have Bird. No, no. Seven. Well, I'm talking about like just playing small forward. I'm not. I'm talking when I had Bird in this top ten. I factor in what he did for basketball too. Mm, okay. KD basically ruined basketball for three years. Yeah, I did. So, you, KD, so you have, so you have KD second. Bottom LeBron for small forwards because KD. No, KD, KD doesn't pass Larry yet. KD, but think about. It. KD is probably one of the most difficult players to guard. To no, he's arguably and the he's most. De- his ar- defense is good. He's arguably the most offensive, you know, talented player ever. Exactly. So that's when you put KD. KD. I'm not saying he would lock down Bird, but that one v one, like, would I be think, would be incredible. Yeah, but KD is so much more athletic. Like he can jam on you. He can has he pull up for two. Like. Don't get me wrong. I don't respect. It's a, it's what a different he did. game. It's a yeah, different game. I don't respect what he did. Well, I feel like if Bird played in today's game, he'd still like be good. He would still be good. Yeah. Oh, if yeah. LeBron played back then, I feel like LeBron would be so good. Too. Oh yeah. Curry both playing play. back then, I don't think he would survive. I think. I think the whole the hand checking would get him because he's light. He's only six three. He's not. He, uh, he's fast. He's quick. I say. I say next I don't show. Know if he could take that beating. Next show we. Do ten? Th- we do. A, we'll do eleven through twenty-five. Well, we technically have twelve. Let's see. Who's my? Let's see. Who would my eleven be? My eleven would be. I would say, Bill eleven, and then Oscar twelve. Uh, eh, Oscar no, twelve. You know, see, that's the thing though. Is that on my point guards list, Curry's better. I have Curry higher than Oscar. Do I go, do I put Curry twelve? Yeah, but Oscar was not. No, you can't put Curry over Oscar. Oscar was out here dominant. He was averaging triple double. So was Russell Westbrook. But he was doing it when you couldn't get to the paint. Like when you went to the paint, they were hitting you with a hammer. You know what I mean? And he changed the game because he allowed free agency. I, you know what? I'll go fine. I'll, I'll go Oscar. I'll go Oscar twelve. Yeah. Because I just you, I can't put Curry there yet. But then I'm changing. Dirk's not going to be twelve. I'm gonna put Bill at twelve. So Oscar eleven. Yeah, Bill at twelve. We just have to flip. Okay. And then we'll come with 13 through 25 next yeah. week. Yeah, why don't we do, uh, like, top 50? Our top 50 NBA players. Just to wrap up the show. Get away from Philly versus New York. You know what I'm saying? I might have to choke slam you through the stadium. All right. Um, well, that's the uh, first show here with uh, Jonesy and Pevney here. Join us every Tuesday. Get a little listen. We'll keep you up to date on the Philly, New York sports. And we'll throw a little NBA all-time here. Yeah. And uh, stuff like that. We'll catch you all later, and we'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening.